friends, and towards today we finish up premises liability and specifically we talked about lessors and lessees. So what is lessor and what is lessee? Well, a lessor is somebody who leases or rather is an owner of a property and decides to lease that property to a lessee who then takes possession of the property for a specific period of time. And so that's what a lessor and a lessee works. And we're really asking what liability do both of these individuals have? Do lessors have much more have a much higher duty than the lessees or is it the other way around or really how do these two terms interact with one another, especially when it comes to other guests of the lessees coming to their homes. So we have a couple of cases to illustrate this. And the first case, Borders versus Roseberry, outlines the old common law rule. And the old rule was that if a lessor leased out an estate, meaning the property, to a lessee, well, then that possession passed into the lessee's ownership for that period of time. And the lessee was the one who was liable for anybody coming into the home because at that point they were considered the owner of the home for that time. And so the lessor would not be liable to either the lessee or the lessee's guest. There were six exceptions that were listed in the case. There's only one exception that we need to talk about. Uh, and of course, and what I mean by exception is that this is an exception to where the lessor uh, is not generally considered liable. And the sixth exception was that if the lessor was negligent in making any repairs uh, for the lessee, then the lessor could be liable for any of those negligent actions there. The second case was Pickle Store versus Safeco Inc. Uh, what happened here is that uh, Pickle Store was coming over, moving furniture for this friend, and he leaned against the guardrail. And the guardrail was rotted, uh, but it was invisibly rotted, and it broke, and he fell down, and he was injured. And the court here decided to drop the old rule that we just talked about in Borders versus Roseberry, and they uh, determined to do that, to take a different approach, because over time, we had looked at leases differently. Instead of looking at it as an estate, we looked at it more as if it was a contract, where a person signed terms and they agreed to those terms, and they were provided the space to live in accordance with those terms for a specific period of time. So because this is a contract, what Pagelstorff argues is that we should follow ordinary negligence principles, and that means that the lessor has to exercise ordinary care to check for any potential damages that could occur. So ultimately, what this does is that it removes the distinction uh, between a licensee and an invitee. That's really what Pagelstorff did, but for lessors and lessees, meaning a landowner needs to, at that point, go ahead and check all the... Well, they need to exercise due care to warn of potential dangers, but also to discover potential hidden dangers. We had one more case. We didn't talk about it in class, but it was called Klein. And it just really talks about, well, Klein talks about how uh, lessors could be liable for common spaces uh, in large complex, uh, large complexes of apartment 
of apartments. And that's really how lessors and lessees work. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.